it's not all the time that we get to have a conversation with someone who has a deep and broad experience with both organizations and technical platforms. Join me on a conversation with someone who fits this profile nicely to share with us his experience in researching and finding tools for customers regardless of niche. Join the conversation and learn about some of the ways to spend a little time researching and save a ton in time, money, and frustration. Take a listen. Unplug it, it doesn't uh, flip over on me, so. Okay. How you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, it's great to have you on with us today. Thank you. Yeah. You have decades of experience in researching and finding tools for customers, regardless of niche. I believe, and I also believe a lot of listeners will benefit immensely from you having a conversation with us today, where you get to share your wealth of experience, knowledge, and expertise with us. Thank you. Yeah. Um, if, if you're listening or joining us for the first time on this podcast, we invite you to listen to insightful people and thought leaders like Rob who share their perspective with us on how to navigate the current times in which we live so that we can successfully make well-informed decisions to fully and better experience the life that we love. I have a great guest on the show today. His name is Rob Broadhead. He's a developer entrepreneur, problem solver, coach, and mentor who has a couple of decades of driving a successful consulting company and advanced skills needed to do IT consulting as a career. This is in software developer and technology professional with over 30 years of development experience, which includes enterprise systems on a wide variety of system architectures and platforms. Um, you have worked as a, soft, as a staff developer, director of development, architects, database administrator, and many points in between. I mean, Rob, you have such broad skill set, um, which, which is very fitting for someone who has started a consulting company from scratch, which even brings me to the question, uh, why did you start a consulting company? Uh, that's a good question. It, uh, part of it, it was always something I wanted to do. I wanted, I, from, as an early child, I liked, um, I liked having a little bit of that control over my schedule of, of working for yourself and, and running your own company. Uh, but then as I got into technology, I realized that, uh, consulting in itself, although I like building products, consulting how allows you to solve more problems. You're less likely to get stuck in, single environment, single product, single project. And you get to, it forces you to sort of spread out and, and you know, utilize your school skill set a little bit differently, learn new yes. things. And that's always, that's always the entertaining side to me is, is finding new problems to solve, working on them. And, you know, consulting was the way to go. I had started out doing consulting for other people and then we're, you know, sort of walked in a situation where it was, well-suited, everything just fell into place where I said, okay, I think it's time for me to give it a shot on my own. Now, that's very perfect. And uh, in the course of starting your company, what is the biggest challenge that you've had to face while starting your consulting firm? 
Uh, really doing it was the business side of it. I, I had a customer, I had, you know, a skill set, but actually creating the company and going through the things that are part of a company like, uh, you know, billing and invoicing and getting payments in and payroll and those kinds of things were, were sort of the challenges because I figured, hey, I could just jump in and keep it simple. And there's still just a lot of essentially like boxes you have to check to be a, yeah. you know, a proper business and to, to incorporate and things of that nature. Oh, very good. Um, starting a company these days requires you having to keep in touch with a lot of technological advancements. You know, we live in a time and age where every now and then new technologies come up, new systems come up. You know, how do you stay current with um, modern technical trends that come up every now and then? It's uh, it varies a little bit, but generally I do a lot of I, I consume a lot of content. So I'll sort of flip through blogs. I'll listen to podcasts, keep up with some of the technical sites that are out there and just sort of see what the the buzz is. Uh, but yeah. also in looking for projects and customers, I will see where there's a demand for for skills and technologies. And a lot of times that yeah. will lead me to say, hey, I need to go work on this thing to get comfortable with it enough so I can see, is this something that's useful? Is it not something that's useful? And I, I sometimes sort of focus my work or some of my projects on that. So I may have a, you know, like, let's say something new is coming out and I want to work on it, then I may go find somebody that has a project where they say, hey, we want to we want to utilize this technology and I'll work with them and say, hey, I want to learn it. So, you know, maybe we can we can help each other out. You get a little bit lower rate or you get you know something that's going to I'm going to spend a little bit more time on and help, you know, sort of figure out how to utilize that technology better as opposed to just you know coming in and writing some code and then boom, you're off and running. Uh, so it's a. It's a mix of looking at what's out there and trying to just keep up with with the you know the knowledge and the news that's out there, and then picking and choosing some of those things to say, hey, how do I I get to a point where I can you know learn that or and at least to a point to be comfortable with it and, and knowledgeable enough at a at a surface level, if not at a very detailed level. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, earlier on, you talked about the challenges you had to face. Um, as a business owner, you know, a lot of people today start businesses and sometimes fail yeah, due to errors um, and certain things that are probably beyond their control. Um, how can someone turn errors and failures into success? Um, a lot of it is its uh, perspective is, yeah. you know, we can either you can make a mistake and either dwell on it and say, oh, man, that was, you know, I was, you know, you can you can talk yourself down and say, well, that was just stupid. I can't believe I did that or something like that. Or you can focus on the consequences where it's, oh, I made this mistake and now I've got all of these things that I've got to correct, you know, to to overcome that mistake. Or you can have a to me, it's more of a positive point of view where you say, hey, I made a mistake. It's an honest mistake. You know, it's not like I was you know, I could have avoided it maybe. So look at it and, and learn from it because the key is not to not make a mistake. It's to do your best to not reproduce, you know, and keep making mistakes. So I think in every time that you, every time you have a misstep or mistake, it doesn't hurt to take a step back, look at how you got into that 
and then figure out how can you maybe avoid that in the future. Um, or, you know, sometimes there's, it's just a case where you say, okay, this is a path I don't need to go, go down. I think it was, uh, I, I forget which famous person was quoted, but it was one of these things where they said, you know, when I, when I finally got to success, I had a thousand failures behind me and all those were, were a thousand opportunities to say, okay, that's not the path to take to get to success. Sometimes you just got to open a bunch of doors to find the right door. Yeah. Impressive. Impressive. Um, I read about you one very great problem solver I've come to know about, uh, which brings me to ask you this. What are the keys to being a good problem solver? Um, a lot of actually the probably one of the best ways to be a problem solver to get better is to essentially ask questions about the problem is the more you understand the problem, the more you can you can really you know focus on solving the problem itself in business this is a it's very common for somebody to say i want to do x or i have you know this problem uh like for example just to keep something simple a company may say hey we want to be able to track all of the orders that that come into our business mm-hmm. at a at a surface level it's very straightforward it's like hey we need to be able to know what orders are coming in what's their status but there's more to that. It's things like understanding how many orders are coming in, how many people may be uh, helping with those orders or fulfilling those orders. Is there, you know, is payment going to come in one time for an order? Is it maybe multiple payments? Is it, are there recurring orders? Are there recurring payments? Are there uh, multiple addresses that people may need to get stuff shipped to? There's a, there's a lot of details to those things. And even some of the simplest problems, it takes, you know, it's better to, instead of just jump in and say, oh, okay, I think this is the solution, spend a little time, ask a little bit more, ask more questions about it, make sure you really understand the problem. And then there's usually going to be, for anybody, there's, we sort of create, it's like, hey, we've seen either this complete problem before and we know how to solve it. Or as we've delved d- deeper, we see that this, this problem is really these 10 problems and we can see where maybe, you know, five of those 10 problems we've solved those before. So we can sort of, you know, check those off. We've got that done and then focus on the, you know, new to us problems and how to solve those. Those. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there is this question I've been wanting to ask you Yeah, as a consultant, you know, you have a firm and your company is very successful. How do you find work as a consultant? Uh, the best way early on, particularly when somebody's starting, the best way to find work is to go back to people you've worked for. Uh, or if you have employees, people that they have worked for, and because there is that relationship already there. Um, once, you know, as you start to grow, there is uh, word of mouth helps. Uh, when, you talk to, when you work with any customer, there are going to be employees there. They're going to have uh, friends, relatives, vendors, other people that they work with, that if you do a good job, if you, you know, if you're honest, if you're ethical, if you're hardworking, if you solve all the, you know, solve problems and all the things that I think you, you probably want to do for your customers anyways, uh, doing that right builds its own uh, momentum and, and you can get sort of a reputation. But then from there, there's, uh, the internet makes it a lot easier to go, find stuff. Uh, now granted you're, cause you can have a global reach. So you can actually look for work all over the world. 
the downside is that means you're also technically competing with people all over the world. So it is a um, it is something where you have to be you know sort of diligent about it. Is that you? I think it's it's actually a good example of learning from you know we'll call them mistakes. Is that you you go out? It's not as hard to find work or opportunities as it was in the past because you can go out, you can reach out on the internet. But being able to be heard, being able to get your proposal seen, being able to win a proposal is uh, I think it's something. It just it takes a little bit of experience. You have to. It helps to know yourself. What is your strength? What separates you from the pack? And then from there is is you know selling that to somebody is, is getting them to understand what value you bring, and making sure the value you bring is one that they need is something that they highly value, and then uh, you know follow through with that and and I think things will you know success will follow from there. Wonderful. You talked about being diligent reaching out and good thing. We have a lot of resources today for us to be able to reach out to potential customers, the internet, social media, and the likes. And one thing I also took from what you just said is that we still have to learn from our mistakes, regardless of um, how big or small they are. And again, value. Yeah, putting out value should come first in um, business endeavors. Yeah, What do you recommend to someone who is getting started in business or career? Uh, I think when you start out, the it's the best time to, uh, for lack of a better term, play around a little bit, is is explore what is available. I, I think too many people allow themselves to be uh, pigeonholed a little bit because they're like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm new, I'm a junior employee or something like that. Or you, you either have a title that, doesn't imply much or you don't have a title you just you know, general staff or something and i think people allow that sometimes they that blocks them from reaching out and watching other people particularly those that are in roles that you think that you may want to take on is watch how they interact work with them take advantage of that time um you know look for mentors find somebody that is a that is where you want to be next year five years ten years from now and strike up conversations, build those relationships, because that's going to help you out is, you know, it's really early on. The biggest thing is figuring out what is it you really want to do? Because if you can get to a job where you're doing what you would do anyways, if you enjoy that work, then success is going to follow because you're going to, you're going to spend the extra time. You're going to be better as an employee doing that thing because it's, we all do, we all do a lot better with things we enjoy than we do when we're not happy. Okay, good. Um, this brings me to mentorship. You know, a lot of people today start out, uh, start businesses or career on their own. Um, they want to navigate through these things by themselves without seeking help. Uh, you are someone who have who has built successful teams. You have built successful departments to be able to address IT needs, not presently but also in the future. How do you see mentorship when it comes to um, career and starting a business? Do you think mentorship brings in value or um, having a mentor while you're starting out a business or a career? What value do you see it? Um, do you see it in having a mentor? Oh, there's, I think there's a huge value in having a mentor. I, for myself, when I started out, I did not really, really didn't have a mentor. I mean, I think I had a few people that sort of filled that role. And it was it made it more challenging because 
uh, this goes back to sort of learning from your mistakes. When you have a mentor, uh, part of what they bring to the table is you learn from their mistakes and mistakes that they have witnessed that others have made. So you can avoid that. But you also get somebody that has a different perspective. And particularly when you're starting out, you have sort of a you got to think about it almost you're like you're in a forest and you're working your way through this stuff. Well, the mentor a lot of times is somebody that can be above that and can tell you, you know, can allow you to see beyond just, you know, see the forest for the beyond the trees kind of thing is that you get a, a different perspective. You get somebody that can help you look forward and help you look out for things as opposed to just sort of, you know, taking it one step at a time, particularly early on what we like to do or what we tend to do is that we get really focused on what's going on today. We got to get the, you know, we've got our next couple of tasks. We've got to get this done and that done to get our business going and to get it off ground. And sometimes that is uh, that's too narrow a vision and mentors can help us, you know, focus and say, Hey, this is something that you need to think about. Or maybe say, hey, you, you're focusing too much on this area. Don't forget that there's these other things that you need to worry about. Or here's some other opportunities. And it just gives us, uh, if nothing else, it gives us a different perspective, which is always going to be value, uh, have bring some value. But it's not only that with a mentor, it's somebody that has a different perspective, but also one that they can apply to our current situation. They have been through it themselves. And so they can help us navigate those paths, just like you know anywhere. If you've got a, if you want to go from point A to point B, it helps to either you know to. It's great to have a map that tells you exactly where to go, but if you don't have that map, then it helps to have a guide or somebody that has done it before that can say, hey, here's what you need to look out for, here's where the shortcuts are, here's where the pitfalls are, and it gives you you know a higher chance of having a successful journey from wherever you start to wherever you're getting to. That's, that's really great. You are one very happy person that I've come to um, learn about. Um, you have you have had to raise five kids as a single father. You've watched them grow and leave home as well. You, your decades of child raising, no doubt, must have provided many insights for you, many times of sorrow and times where you get to worry as well and no doubt an almost constant source of laughter you know despite your keeping busy raising kids and everything you still find a way to stay happy all the time what's your secret what's what is the secret to happiness uh really it comes down to it does come down to knowing yourself to spending some time understanding what because everybody's a little different there's things that they like there's things that don't like and I think when you focus on where you are today and you don't spend too much time dwelling on the past and you don't spend too much time dreaming about the future and you embrace today, you, you know, you look at where you're at and really it's not entirely living in the moment, but a lot of it is, is it's enjoying and embracing today instead of living for tomorrow or worrying about yesterday, you know, enjoy where you're at today. And with that, I think you learn over time, what is it, what are my happier days? What are my you know, more challenging days? And then instead of letting the world around you tell you what you need to do or where you need to be, allow, you know, work with what you want to do, where you want to go and pursue that, pursue the goals that are, that come from within and are not what, you know, society or other people have told you you need to do. 
And I think you will find, you know, very quickly that that is your, you know, that is the shortest route to happiness is find the things that you, it's, it seems simple, but it's do the things you like to do and avoid the things you don't like to do. And I think people think that's impossible, but it, it really isn't. There are, there are opportunities for you, regardless of what you like to do, without, regardless of what you enjoy, that you can go do that and be happy and you can support yourself, support a family and do the things that need to be done and, you know, and still be happy about it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And recently I know you have decided to focus more on giving back to community. In fact, I believe that must have led to why you launched um, a mastermind and mentorship group where you coach um, developers and people who are starting in business and career to navigate successfully. Um, I am actually even interested, and I believe a lot of listeners who, uh, the members of the audience who are listening to this episode, will definitely want you to mentor them to be a part of your mastermind group so that they too can have success in business and career. How do we reach out to you? How can we connect with you? Uh, the easiest way is the developer site, which is D-E-V-E-L-P-R-E-N-E-U-R.com. Um, we have a site there's, you can also go to YouTube and search for developer uh, we've got a lot of a lot of videos there uh, on the site itself. We have a sign up. We do roughly twice a month. We do the mentor sessions about two hours a pop. And then we uh, within those, we we get to know each other. We talk. It's sort of that mastermind approach uh, with a little bit of mentoring. And then we also usually have a presentation on a on a topic and we will you know, discuss that and talk through that. Um, we can so you can see what the latest um, we are trying to as much as possible post topics ahead of time. Um, but you can ha- you basically go in there. You can get an invite. We'll send you a link so you can you can jump in and see how it goes. Uh, you can also reach me at info at uh, Also on the where there's links back and forth, there's uh, RB dash as a hyphen SNS dot com, which is the consulting site. Uh, or if you look up RB Consulting, you'll probably find it. Or just Google Rob Broadhead and development or something along those lines, and you'll you will find it. Luckily, there's not a ton of Rob Broadheads in the world. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're we're more than happy yeah. to have you join us and you know, try it out, see what you, what you like, and attend where you can. Yeah, that's that's really great. Rob, honestly, I must say I've been I've richly benefited with this conversation. Um, with you. I can't thank you enough for being on the show with us today. Honestly, if not that, of course, I do believe you have other items on your schedule. I would have actually loved us to continue this conversation with you. But I do look forward to another time when we would have the opportunity to talk with you again on the show. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for your time. And, uh, you know, I hope everybody has a great yeah, day. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's been great talking with you. Thank you. You too. You have Bye. a good one. And that has been my conversation with Rob Broadhead, and I do hope you liked it. We cannot underestimate the importance of having these kinds of conversations regularly. That is why this show exists. This is the Money, Bread and Gadgets podcast. On the podcast, we have insightful conversations with thought leaders and brilliant masterminds who are really doing well in their careers and businesses and endeavors, because we believe that the best way to make uh, to reach our goals and make better decisions and of course fully experience the life we love is through 
getting knowledge and getting informed. And that's what this show is all about. And we hope to continue to um, run it. Uh, you can listen to us and stay in touch with us. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, but especially on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. The next episode is coming up, and we hope to see you there.